In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are welcome to this podcast today. Today is our Bible study. Shut your door against her, and we're going to be looking at the Lamb's wife, which is a sequel to the marriage of the Lamb. Some people ask questions the other time when we finish episode 20, which is the marriage of the Lamb. The difference between the marriage of the Lamb and, of course, the marriage supper. And I made them to realize that it's different. But all of them, they are in the same circle of the marriage of the Lamb. Let's quickly pray. Dear Lord Jesus Christ, King of King, Lord of Lord, we thank you today. By your children, we are here to hear your word again. We are that you teach us your word. Make all bold the hearer and the doer of your word in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. All we are doing, Father, is to be ready for your coming and to know our role, our duty as the lamp wife in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In performing our role, a daring, you will rapture us home. Help us, Lord, to perform our duty as the Lord lamps in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that we all shall not be left behind. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Quickly, before we go to the duty, rule, and responsibility of the lamps, of the lamps wives, let's look at what the question I'm talking about, the difference between the marriage of the lamp and the marriage supper. Quickly, let's go to Revelation. 19 Revelation 19 Revelation 19 5 to 9 And the voice came out of the throne saying praise our God all ye his servant and ye that fear him both small and great and I heard as it were the voice of great multitude and as the voice of many waters and as the voice of mighty thunder saying hallelujah for the Lord God when he put a rain it let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come verse 7 for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the linen is the righteousness of sin. Look at verse 9 now. And he said unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. Verse 7 talk about the marriage of the Lamb. Verse 9 talk about the marriage supper of the Lamb. So by the grace of God, like I've said before, the marriage of the Lamb is we getting married to our Lord Jesus Christ physically because the church is the Lamb's wife. You and I, we are the wife, we are the bride of the bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. So don't ever forget that. And the marriage of this and, and the marriage supper, like I've said before, is the wedding feast, which can go on for days, as illustrated in John chapter 2, verse 1. It's like reception of today, marriage. You know, you have the groom and the bride, they will call their cake, they will dance together, feed each other, snap picture, collect gifts, and other lovely things going on there. So that is the marriage supper. You can see that in verse 7 and verse 9. The marriage of the Lamb and the Supper. Verse 7 and 9. Explain it there. So don't miss them together. 
but actually in all refer to everything as the marriage of the lamb because the supper is in the marriage of the lamb so don't ever forget that you can go back to episode 20 to listen to that very it's very very important and you must not forget that like i've said before we are the lamb's wife as the lamb wife we have a role responsibility to perform so that we can live forever and forever with our everlasting husband, the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't ever forget Revelation 21 verse 9. And he carried me, and there came unto me one of seven angels which had a seven vial full of the seven last plague, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride. Look at that. I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Who is the bride? Who is the lamb wife? You and I, we are the Lamb's wife. Don't ever forget that. Isaiah 54 verse 5. Make it clear that thy maker is thy husband. Who is your maker? Who is my maker? The Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of the whole universe. Don't ever forget. Very, very important that you know that you memorize it. Isaiah 54 verse 5. For thy maker is thy husband, the Lord of hosts is his name. And look at that, thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole head, shall he be called. The God of the whole head shall he be called. So you must know that as a born again child of God, your everlasting husband is the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Our issue of husband and wife on earth here is temporary. One rapture take place, you are on your own. The husband, you are on your own. Your wife, you are on your own. That is why as husband and wife, don't allow your relationship to stop or hinder your everlasting relationship with your everlasting husband. Husband, don't hinder your wife from living her life to please her everlasting husband. Please, I beg you, because if you hinder anybody to go to, if you stop anybody from going to heaven, you yourself, you don't be able to go to heaven. If you propel anybody to heaven, you will say you will go there. And as wife, also encourage your husband on earth here to live his life to please the everlasting husband. Please, I'm begging you, don't ever forget that. The Lord Jesus Christ is the husband of the church. So now, what are the roles, duty, responsibility of the Lamb's wife that we must play? Very, very important. Number one, we must live a holy life. He say, He that has called us as He is holy, we also must be holy in all manner of conversation. It's very, very important. We must live a life of purity, a life of holiness, a life of righteousness for us to go with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords when the rapture shall eventually take place. Because in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 27 the word of God declared that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish. Without blemish. I pray for you that you will live a holy life and you will appear holy before your everlasting husband in the name of our Lord Jesus. So this is the role you must begin to perform now to live a life of Holiness, because it's coming for those that are holy, those that are ready, without blemish, without spot or wrinkle. Number two, live with the husband forever. 
We are to live with him forever and forever. You must never forget this. Forever and forever. Hey, you must seek to live with him forever and forever. He has paid our blood price through the precious blood that he shed on the cross of Calvary. He has paid the price. So as the lamb's wife, it is your duty and responsibility to seek to live with your everlasting husband forever and forever. On earth here, when the man gets married to a woman, the woman moves to the man's house and live with the man all the days of her life until rapture or death. Do them part. As nothing will do us part. It's everlasting relationship. So I pray for you that you know use your earthly relationship to destroy your heavenly relationship in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We must seek to live with our husband forever and forever. We see that in John 14, verse 3. Let's quickly look at that. John 14, verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. That there ye may be also. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. So it is our duty to prepare ourselves, to get ourselves ready, to live with him forever and forever. Forever and forever. There's another scripture again in John 12, 26 that throw more light to that. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Look at that. Where I am, there shall also my servant be. Don't forget, beloved, we are the Lamb's wife. We must seek to live with him. On earth, husband and wife, they live all the days of their life. Nothing do them part except rapture or death. So every born child of God, you must know that you are the lamp wife. And one of your expectations, responsibility is to seek eh, to live with him forever and forever. Because if a child of God, if the lamp wife refuses to live with the husband forever and forever, God forbid, he or she will go and live with the devil forever and forever in hell fire. May that never be your portion in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Number three responsibility is to seek to inherit the husband's riches and wealth. You know, when a man gets married to a man on earth, everything the man has automatically belongs to the woman. So, as the lamp wife, you must also know that everything the Lord Jesus Christ has, has been handed over to you. So, you cannot afford to lose your husband's glory, his riches, his wealth that awaits you in heaven due to a mundane relationship of husband and wife on earth here. You cannot afford to lose that. Because any lap wife that make a mistake to miss heaven, oh my God, the devil will torment us one in hell forever and forever. The Bible has said it that we are the lamp wives and you must lay hold on what the Bible has said, claim it, possess it, and stand by it that nothing will separate you from your everlasting husband. To inherit the husband's riches and wait. John 14, 1-2 Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. 
in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. I go to do what? To prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. Receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Dear, you may be also, you see some men, when they want to get married, they get it, they, 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 they will look for money, they, either they will rent a house, or they will build a house, furnish it, prepare everything ready, why? Because they are expecting their bride, which is the wife. I remember the time I want to get married to my wife, you know, we spent a whole lot of money getting our apartments ready, make sure everywhere is set, is set for my wife to come. When my family comes, you know, a day before that period, that was a place I prepared for. I lock up the room. I said, nobody can enter there. That is specially meant for my wife. So the Lord has prepared a place for you and me. Please don't miss it. We are to inherit his glory. We are to inherit his honor. We are to his everything that he has. May you know inherited fire in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because if any lap wife refuse to inherit the glory, the riches, the weight of the lamb that has prepared for us, then that person will inherit her fire and demons and antichrist. May, you not, may that not be your portion in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see that again in John 17, 22. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. Look at that. And the glory which thou givest me, I have given them. So everything the Lord God Almighty has given to the Lord Jesus Christ, he has given it to me, he has given it to you. So don't miss it out. Get ready, prepare be fully ready. These are your role. These are your responsibility to make sure that you inherit the husband riches, wet as the lamp wife, that you inherit your bridegroom riches and wet the mansions that is waiting for you in heaven. Number four responsibility to submit to the authority of the husband. You must submit. It's very, very important. You must submit to the authority of your husband. Your everlasting husband on earth here will do submit to our earthly husband. Much more we must submit to our everlasting husband. It's very, very vital. You must be ready to do his will, to obey him, to respect him, and to honor him. Whatever he says should be final in your life. You should not have any alternative at all, at all. And I've told us several times, don't allow any earthly relationship to make you to disobey your everlasting husband because he has the right over you. He has the power of protection over you. He has your soul. He has your bread. He has your life. He has your vein. He has your blood. Everything about you. He knows how you are breathing. He knows everything about you. So don't let man, ordinary man on earth, who cannot protect you while you are sleeping, who has no heaven for you, after death, who cannot control your life, after death, to take you to hell, I've told people several times, when the authority of man on it clashes with the authority of God in your life, disobey man and obey God. I'm begging you, in all areas of your life, anything that will make you to disobey God, keep it far from you. Keep it far. Wife, husband, children must not make you to disobey God. Know the word of God. Submit to him. Let's look at Luke 6, 45 to 46. Jesus says something very, very important there. John 6, 45 to 46. A good man out of the good trail of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil trail of his heart, bring forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. 
and why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the thing which I say? That is the state of many lambs' wives. They call him Lord, 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 but they do not the thing which is saying. Please read the Bible, understand the word of God. You must submit to him. You must obey him. You can't be calling him Lord, 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 Lord. And yet, we are not doing what he asks us to do. Many of us, children of the living God, the lamb's wife, it is a pity that we so much love the world. We claim to belong to him. We claim to be the lamb's wife, but yet we are not obeying him. We are obeying the people of the world. Let that rebellion and disobedience be destroyed of our life in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look at what he declared in the book of Isaiah chapter 1, 19 to 20. Isaiah chapter 1, 19 to 20. If you be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Receive grace to submit to your everlasting husband, to disobey all, just to obey him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive grace, and receive grace, we receive grace to obey him in all areas of our life, and to disobey all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive grace to disobey all, just to obey him alone in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive grace, we receive grace, to obey him and to disobey others in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. As earthly wife, you have to submit to your earthly husband. But when you are submitted to your earthly husband in disobedience to God, you are risking your eternity, you are risking your heaven, you are risking your relation with your everlasting husband. It is true, as wife on earth, we must submit to the husband. But when the authority of your earthly husband clashes with the authority of your everlasting husband, that of your everlasting husband render that of your earthly husband in supreme as a result of it in supremacy. Don't ever forget that I said again. When the earthly authority of your husband clashes with the authority of your everlasting husband, that of your everlasting husband renders that of your earthly husband in supreme as a result of what? Of it in supremacy. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the final authority in heaven on earth, is the head of all power, even principalities and power. They submit to him. The Bible says they believe him and they tremble. They submit to him. Demons submit to him. Devils submit to him. Because why? He's the head of all principalities and power. So when he give all that to Satan, to hell, they obey him. So why must you, ordinary flesh and blood, disobey him? Please, I'm begging you, if Satan has chance today, he will go ahead repenting. But it's too late. God can never forgive the devil no matter how much money he repents. So if you know you have been disobeying your everlasting husband, repent. Repent now in all areas of your life. Most of the time, we women, in our body, many of our women, in our body, oh my God, we disobey God too much. We disobey God too much. I will cancel you. Go back to my message, episode 4 and 5, where we talk about artificiality and naturality. Please, I beg you, woman, go back and listen to that message because no artificiality will enter Heaven. Many of us we have used our body to disobey God to please our earthly husband so much. So much. We put on our body all kinds of things that God says doesn't want. We do it. Exodus 33, 5 to 6. Go and, go and memorize that scripture to help you. Exodus 33, 5 to 6. When Joshua guy told the children of you, remove your ornament from thee. But today, a lot of earthly husbands is what they are using to be worshipping their wife. Knowing fully well that you are disobeying your everlasting husband as a big risk. So it is your responsibility to submit 
to your everlasting husband so that we will not be devoured by the sword in Jesus' mighty name. Number five responsibility, to make herself ready for a husband. We must make ourselves ready. It's very, very important to make ourselves ready, ready for him. We are preparing, we are preparing. Preparation leads to readiness. Please be ready. Now, be ready. Now, don't wait until that day. It is your responsibility, it is your duty as lamp wife to be ready. It's just like a man is going to pick a woman in the family's house on earth here. You will see all the family body with the make sure that the lady has prepared herself, fully ready, her clothes, her bag, everything is ready. As soon as the husband comes, they hand over the wife to the husband, and the husband does what? Drive away with the wife. So it should not be the time that the Lord will come. You say you are trying to get your bag and shoe ready. It will be too late for so, those set of lambs' wife. But I pray for you. It will never be too late for you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We see in Matthew 25 verse 10, And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. The door of the marriage of the Lamb will not be shut against us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's why civil obedience is very, very important. Why those five holy virgin messiah, because they disobeyed, they were asked, go and meet the bridegroom. Go and meet the bridegroom. Instead of them to obey, they shatter their own course that they are going to look for oil where they can never get oil. Number six, you must know him and be highly sensitive to his word. It's very, very important. Because many of our we are misbehaving today because we don't know him. Many of us, we carry the Bible. We don't even know the Bible that we carry. We don't know the Bible that we carry. We don't know what is inside. That's why we live in disobedience, rebellion to God, and we think that we are serving God. No! It is a pity that many believers are serving God under the wrath of God. A lot of believers, most especially like women, with the artificiality, makeup, with one, women using trousers, ministers of God using trousers. <laughs> My dear, you are toiling with everlasting life. You are risking your life. You better sit down and read your Bible very well. You must know him. You must seek to please him in all areas of your life. Be like Apostle Paul. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I may attain unto resurrection of the dead. Look at that. This is a man that wrote almost half of the Bible. He's still asking, he's still pleading that he wants to know him more. He wants to know him more. We know our scripture in Joshua 1 8. It's, it's an express command that this book of the law must not depart from our mouth. We must meditate day and day and night, every day, every second, that we may observe to do according to all that is written therein. All we must obey everything. If somebody scores 99%, he will enter heaven. Heaven is 100%. Because one works of the flesh is enough to knock anybody out. One sin is enough to knock anybody out of heaven. So you must seek to obey all his commandment. If God says stand up, please stand up. If he says sit down, sit down. If he says walk barefooted, walk barefooted. Obey him. We are talking about, do you know what means everlasting life? A life that you never die. A life that no, no sorrow, no pain. A life of everlasting enjoyment. So why must we be toiling with it? With earthly and mundane things. Relation, relationship of husband and wife here is temporary. It's for a while. 
we met ourselves in this world, and in this same world, we will part away to God. I mean, He who sent us into this world. So, your love, your responsibility, your allegiance must be towards your everlasting husband before you talk about any other person. Number seven, encourage him. We must encourage him. How do we encourage him? As a wife, when you encourage your husband on earth, he goes to her mind to do more for you. Whatever you ask, he give it to you. We encourage him by working for him. We must work for him. We must work for him. We must be problem solver to the body of Christ on earth. We must be compassionate. Very, very important. We must be compassionate. We are on earth to do his work. But many of us, we work for ourselves from Monday to Monday. We don't have time for him. It is wrong, beloved. It is wrong. As the lamp wife, our responsibility is to do his work. It will solve problem for the church. Why not to create problem? There are a lot of people, they create problem for God. They are not where God wants them to be. They jump from places to places. That, those set of lamb's wife are going to the heaven they are prepared for themselves. Because if on earth you refuse to work for God, after death, God will never work for you. He won't do anything for you. If you don't have time for God, while you are on earth now, after death, God will not have time for those set of believers. The Bible says, whatsoever a man sow is what he will reap. If you do not have time for God when you are alive, God will not have time for you after death. If you deny God when you are alive, God will also deny us believers after death. It's so simple. Garbage in, garbage out. We are alive to do his will so that we can spell eternity with him. Don't ever forget. We are alive to do his will. So that we can do what? We can spell eternity with him. We sow for him. Relieve the burden of the church, of the pastor. Don't be those people that stop so from coming to church. Be an encourager. Psalm 18, 25 to 26. Psalm 18, 25 to 26. With the merciful that we show thyself merciful. With an upright man that we show thyself upright. With the pure that we show thyself pure, and with the forward that we show thyself forward. Have you seen that? With the pure God, we appear as pure. With the wicked, you appear to be wicked. With the forward, you appear to be forward. With those that are merciful, we appear to be merciful. So it's what somebody actually sow that he or she will reap. That is the truth. We must care for the brethren. Matthew 25, 30 to, 35 to 40. Matthew 25. 35 to 40, he was receiving a lot of believers there. He asked them to come into the kingdom. Say, bless thou. Come into the kingdom that prepared for you before the foundation of the world. He said, because when I was sick in the hospital, you came, you visit me. You came, you visited me. When I was hungry, you gave me food to eat. When I was naked, you gave me clothes to put on. When I was in the prison yard, you were there to visit me. And said, they asked the Lord, Lord, when were you sick that we come to visit you? When were you hungry that we give you food to you? He said, when you have done it to any of my brethren, any of my lamb's wife, you've done it for me also. Love, very, very important. Love your brother, love your sister, love your pastor as a child of God. Care for them. By doing so, we'll be qualified for his kingdom. We qualify for his kingdom. Don't toy with your Christian life. It's very, very important. Read it. Matthew 25. Let's quickly, let's quickly go there. 
You can notice that many of us will not still go and read it. Matthew 25, 35 to 40. Matthew 25, 35 to 40. For I was a hunger, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee, a hunger, and fed thee, or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee, a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee, sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Very little I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of this, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Ye have done it unto me. And look at verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them, On his right hand, Come ye, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. Why? From verse 35 to verse 40. Don't be someone that scatter the work of God. Don't be believer that hinder the progress of the work of God. You gossip your pastor. You gossip your leader. You are risking your eternal life. Stop now. Whatever you are doing to the church, you are doing it to your everlasting husband. You are doing it against him. Not to your pastor. Not to any brother. Not to any sister. Anything you are doing that not moving the work of God forward. You are fighting against your everlasting husband. And you can't be fighting against you think that he will receive it. No! You must grow to that level and know that anything you do against the body of Christ, whether you fight against the church or you leave the church to another place God did not send you, you are fighting against your everlasting husband. And no wife will have peace in the home when she's fighting with the husband. Is it that he will leave the home or something terrible will happen to that particular woman? I pray for you that you will be an encourager to the lambs and of course, to the bridegroom. Number eight, spend quality time with him. Spend quality time. It's very important. In prayer, in washing, in fasting, in studying the word of God. There's no home today that we grow, that the bride will not spend quality time with the bridegroom. You must spend time with him. He needs it. He deserves it. The time you will spend to know him, to ask questions, find out what is wrong. Many of us now, we don't even know whether our name is written in the book of life or not. You have to find out from him. Because now you are sitting on earth. You must know where you stand. If your name is not there, we'll tell you the reason why your name is not in the book of life. Then you begin to make quick adjustments. Because after that, there is no more provision for repentance. It is now we can repent. It is now we can do the right thing. All the necessary correction, we can do it now. How do you spend quality time with him? Spend quality time with him. Know where you stand. Are you on your way to hell? Are you on your way to heaven? You can know now. Even when you think that you are righteous, you are holy, you are living right. Hey, it might be a little lie here or maybe a little restriction you've not done that may want to knock you out. So you quickly do it. Ephesians 5, 16. Talk about time that we should redeem it. Redeeming the time because the days are even. Redeeming the time. Why? The days are even. How do I redeem my time? Spend quality time with the owner of the time. He gave us the time. But it's a pity that many of us don't have time for him. I used to tell believers, whether you believe it or not, we must pay the tithe of the time God has given to us. We don't pay tithe only in monetary terms. Even in time of our time. He has given us 
24 hours per day. 10% of it is 2 hours, 40 minutes. Belong to him every day. You must, have, you must spend that quality time with him. It's very, very vital. When you spend time with him, you ask questions of things you don't know. You study his work. You lock up yourself with him. Husband and wife on earth do spend time with themselves, having intimacy, having intercourse. Our intercourse with him is the studying of the world. It's fellowship. You praise him. You worship him. You declare his goodness. Many things he has done so that I can do more for you. Spend quality time with him. Matthew 26, verse 40. And he commented to the disciples and find them asleep and say unto them, What? Could you not wash with me one hour? Could you not wash with me one hour? This is the time he went to pray in Gethsemane and he told the disciples, Stay here, keep on praying. I go yonder to pray. Before he came back, the disciples were already sleeping. They slumbered, they slept, and he told them, say, What? Could you not wash with me one hour? Why? Try. Spend time with me. At least say, one hour. One hour is not too much. One hour is not too much. Try spend time with him. Spend time with him. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's know him. Spend time with him. He will reveal anything to you about your life. Number nine. The lap wife must put her husband and family first. It's very, very important. You must put the bridegroom first in all areas of your life. It must be your number one. Before you do anything, you must find out whether he's interested, whether he wants you to do it or not. The Bible says in all our ways, we should acknowledge him. Put him first. Even in our earthly home today. As the bride, as the queen in the home, what do you do? Do you put other people's family ahead of your own? No. You put your family first. Your husband, then come to the children before you talk about maybe friend, relative, and all the rest. The same thing we must do for him. We must put him first in all areas of our life. First, he must be number one in whatsoever we are doing. We must not put him second. Because if we put him second, we, may, we, we will not be able to get to that kingdom. Because that's what his word says. Matthew 10. Let's look at Matthew 10. It's the word of God. Quickly, put your Bible there. I want to read together. Verse 37. Let's look at what the word of God says. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh on his cross and follow me, verse that eight is not worthy of me. Look at that. That's a strong word from the Lord. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh on his cross and follow after me is not worthy. What is he saying? Whosoever seek to put me second is not worthy of me. He told Lot and his family, get out of Sodom. Don't look back as they were going. The way I look back, I want to put God second. I turn, she turned to be of sort. May that not be your portion in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. She turned to pillar of salt instantly. Instant, immediately. She turned to pillar of salt. God must be number one in all areas of our life. We have to go with him. Don't ever put him second. Whatever you are doing, husband and wife, sit down and ask yourself, what is the mind of God concerning this thing we are about to do? Is God interested? Is he against his will? 
Is it going to promote God? Is it going to make God to be happy or sad? Is it going to make Satan to be happy? Because many of us, we are involved in many things that are making Satan to be happy today. May Satan not rejoice over you as a child of God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because many activities we are doing today is making heaven, is making God to be sad, and is making devil and his hair fire entourage to be full of joy. May you not bring sadness to heaven and joy to hell in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, I pray for you. Anything you are doing that is making heaven to weep, that is making God to be sad and making Satan to be happy to be clapping, stop doing it from today onward in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We destroy that yoke of the devil out from your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please put him first. Put him first because that's what you are doing on earth. On earth here, you have a husband. You can't do anything without consulting your husband. You put your husband first for your children and all that things. So we cannot afford to put him behind. Even Luke 14, 26, explain more on that fact that we must put him first. He said anybody that put anybody ahead of him is not worthy of him. Can never make heaven, can never be raptured, can never pass the pace in the Lamb's marriage. 14, 26, if any man come to me and hate not his father, a mother and wife, and children and brethren and sister, yea, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Look at that. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. That is the word of the living God. We must follow him. We must put him first. If you want to be ready, must be number one in all areas of our life. Whatever you are doing, whatever you are drinking, whatever you are putting on your body, find out. Is your everlasting husband Interested? Does he like it? Does he hate it? Will he take you to hell? Who no hell? That question we must ask ourselves. And quickly as we round up, number 10, husband, best friend, and lover. I love this. You must make him your best friend and your best lover. Because he falls lovers. On earth here, every woman, best friend is the husband. That except for those who are womoga anyway. In any home. You ask the woman who's your best friend in this room, he will tell you, it's my husband, of course, it's my number one. Allah, they read me. The crown of my head is my number one. So Jesus must be our best friend, our best lover on earth. Best friend, best lover. It's our duty, it's our role, it's our responsibility to make him our best friend and our best lover so that he, in turn, can make us best friend and best lover. You remember this one I read in Psalm 18, 25, 26? He said, God will appear to you the way you appear to God. If you appear to God to be merciful, God will appear to you to be merciful. If you appear to God to be righteous, He will appear to you to be righteous. If you appear to God to be wicked, He said, will appear to you to be what? To be wicked. So that is God for you. He has given us hey, the scripture. It's your choice. Anywhere you want to choose. Is it wickedness or love or hatred or, or, or godly living? So make your choice. You see, I said before you life and death. Choose life that you should live. Make him. He asked the same question from Apostle John. John 21. Let me look at that. 15 to 17 as we round up. 15 to 17. John 21. Look at the Bible. So, when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me more than this? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lamb. <laughs> he said to him again the second time, Simon, Son of Jonah, love thou me. He said not to him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said not to him, Feed my sheep. 
He said unto him, the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, love thou me. Peter was grieved because he said unto him, the third time, love thou me. And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou lovest, thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. In other words, take care of my church. And he said the same to you. If you want to prove that you love me, take care of my church. Take care of my church. Don't fight against the church. Feed them with the word of God. Tell them the truth. Be holy, be righteous. These are the ten responsibilities from the biblical point of view that the Lamb's wife, you and I, must perform to go with him on that day when he will come. Don't forget, when the supremacy of your everlasting husband clashes with the supremacy of your earthly husband or any other authority on earth, that of your everlasting husband, render that of your earthly husband or any form of authority is supreme as a result of what is supremacy. It's God. He's supreme over all. He's God. He does whatever he likes. He's the head of all principalities and power. I pray for you as I pray for myself. Grace to perform your duty as the lamp wife so that you go with him. Receive it now in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, I receive grace and mercy to perform my duty, responsibility as the lamp wife so that when he comes, I will go with him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take that prayer point, that prayer point I will give you. Today's Bible study. Pray that prayer point. I receive grace. I receive mercy to perform my duty, my role, my responsibility as the lamp wife, so that when the bridegroom come, he will take me along with him, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father Lord, I receive grace, I receive mercy. I receive grace, I receive mercy for myself, for my family, for the church, for the body of Christ, in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to perform our duty as the lamp's wife, so that when he will come, he will take us along with him. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want to give my life to Jesus. Say after me, Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you for your word. I've heard your word today. Forgive all my sin. Write my name in the book of life. I believe you died for my sin, and you rose for my justification. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Father Lord, I pray for as many that have confessed you as Lord and Savior, please forgive their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Grant them grace and mercy to serve you unto the end. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you, should, when you will come, Lord, please do not leave them behind. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. We receive grace. A message to keep his commandment in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Don't forget, the next one is going to be episode 22. We'll be to be prayer meeting there. We'll combine the two together and we'll pray fervently there. I am married to Jesus, Satan, leave me alone. I am married to Jesus, Satan, leave me alone. My husband is coming to take me away to my everlasting home. I'm married to Jesus, Satan, leave me alone. 
I'm married to Jesus, Satan leave me alone. My husband is coming to take me away to my everlasting home. I'm married to Jesus, Satan leave me alone. I'm married to Jesus, Satan leave me alone. My husband is coming to take me away to my everlasting home.